This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to Pool Together Community Podcast. I'm your host, Hot Mike, a.k.a. Tim, a.k.a. I had mango pineapple salsa, and it it was very garlicky as well. So TMI, but be glad that... Well, I got Altoids here. It's fine. We're fine. And I'm here with Project Galaxy. I'm here with Galaxy and in, in the business, Wayne Business, joining us for the Pool Together Community Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, Project Galaxy. Thanks for having us. Thanks for the invite. It's a party. It's a party. And are you both Are you both in Montreal? No. Um, here, I can do a little intro on myself, and then Charles uh, can, I don't know if you want to go after. Um, but I'm CMO at Project Galaxy, also a member of the Pool Together DAO, whatever that that might mean. <laughs> so contributing where I can and helping where I can, but also um, working at Project Galaxy to make beautiful, uh, you know, task-based campaigns for different projects and protocols. So that's a little bit myself based in Canada, Montreal. Charles, what about you? Um, yeah, my name is Charles Wayne. I uh, am the co-founder of Project Galaxy. I'm based in California, uh, actually Bay Areas, Silicon Valley. Uh, California. Uh, it's great to be here. Well, and just cover a little bit about uh, Project Galaxy. So yeah, I guess we can get started. Story of Project Galaxy. And then Charles, uh, I'd like love to hear you uh, a little bit about you and how you got into crypto. And then uh, Anne, if you could finish, finish this off, I would love to hear your origin story as well. I love hearing these origin stories because so many people are like now getting into crypto. And it's really fun to hear how people have done it. And as the, as listeners chart their own path, their own Web3 path. Um, so a little bit background about myself. Um, I graduated from UC Berkeley uh, in 2017. Um, and then right after that, I started, uh, I co-founded a company called DLive, a live streaming platform. I initially built a Steam blockchain. And, but, but later we migrate over, uh, and build our, uh, a separate, uh, layer one, uh, based on Cosmos is Kalino blockchain. Uh, but I've been running D live for, from 2017 to, to actually to 2021 to last year. Um, uh, the company initially, you know, built a, a, a concept of a live streaming on blockchain or, you know, um, um, utilizing the, the token and also, you know, decentralized the, the revenue share. Uh, we, we were growing very fast at, 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 peak, at its peak, it has a, a million uh, monthly active users. And in 2019, we also signed a PewDiePie as a exclusively streaming on DLive at that time. Uh, but in late December, 2019, the company were acquired acquired by BitTorrent. Um, and then after that, uh, uh, I'm still in charge. I'm still, I was still the CEO of DLive um, uh, as, a, as a subsidiary of uh, BitTorrent uh, until last year. And yeah, and early last year, uh, me and my co-founder, Harry, we started uh, Project Galaxy. The idea of this is, you know, we wanted to build, at the very beginning, we wanted to, to build a, a plug and play uh, at that time, we invented a world uh, called NFT as a service. So we wanted to build a plug and play NFT as a service a solution for brands to, you know, to easily build their NFT programs. No matter you're a DeFi community, you're a DAO, you're um, uh, any organizations. And it can have uh, different purposes. It can be used for loyalty, for membership, for growth hacking. Uh, but yeah, that was a very original idea and the proof of concept at that time, the first one who supported the idea was, uh, uh, uh was, uh, from sushi swap. Um, and in, in fact, sushi was one of the earliest, uh, uh, the, one of the very first campaign, uh, we, we built was for sushi swap. Um, but eventually, uh, um, and, and after that, we, we also worked with year team, um, we talked to Ben tech. Uh, track from uh, Year in Finance team, and Year in Finance quickly, you know, built their first, built their first uh, uh, campaign to reward all 
uh, UFI token hold, um, you know, with this uh, interesting um, loyalty program, NFT based loyalty programs. Uh, but basically, the idea was, you know, uh, brands, projects, partners, they can use Galaxy to reward users uh, NFT based on what they have done on chain. And quickly, we also supported uh, off chain credentials. So, um, for any activities you have done on chain or off chain, you will be rewarded with the NFT. Uh, this NFT can be collected, you know, as one of the gamified module. Um, and say you collect the different pieces and later you can forge them into an automate NFT, which will give you further utilities uh, in their community or something. So that was the idea. And, and it turns out it, it works very well. I remember that case study, uh, the, the campaign we did with Ufi, we grow Ufi token holder 35% within the number of token holders, um, 35% more uh, within 72 hours. I still... You can still see that uh, Dune Analytics dashboard, uh, but that was early last year. Last year, I think April or May sometime. But yeah, and then and then we quickly expanded to other protocols, right? Other ecosystem, and turns out it is uh, uh, it actually works for every single community. And in fact, you know, uh, this really becomes a um, an effective tool for community to build their community, um, or you know, uh, they want to. Uh, build some uh, NFT-based feature uh, b based on users' past activities, right? So that's earlier this year, uh, Vitalik intro uh, it. But actually, in fact, last year, we had this feature, uh, I think uh, it was back in April. Uh, we had that feature enabled in our Project Galaxy dashboard for partners, which, you know, they can easily choose if they want this uh, NFT program to be transferable or non-transferable. And at, at the very beginning, a lot of uh, partners actually choose to make their uh, the NFT rewards to be non-transferable, so it attached to the user address. But it turns out now it has a new name, which is called Soban Token, um, which is quite interesting. But, but yeah, uh, over the past year, we've been building, we've been developing the ecosystem, we've been you know, talking to different partners, uh, and we also uh, keep improving the product. And now uh, Project Galaxy is uh, growing at, to a stage that we have over 550 brands using Project Galaxy every day. Uh, and a total, uh, we have a product called Galaxy ID, which accumulate or display your achievements and a badge and you have to collect it uh, on Project Galaxy. And so far we have over 2.8 million registered Galaxy ID users. Uh, and yeah, it was, it went uh, pretty well. Um, and looks like the Web3 community loved the concept. Great. And if you could share your story, uh, your origin story as well, which it's pretty cool how things all kind of work together here. Yeah. Well, this is my second time on this podcast. Um, lucky me. Uh, so I did give my villain crypto backstory last time. So I don't know if you, how far back you want me to start. Um, Do it again. So <laughs> Do it again. But yes, you gave me my start, Anne. You were like yeah. podcast number two, I think, that I did. And I'm still doing it. Still going. <laughs> but you gave me the fuel to keep going, Anne. It was such a Look great at... episode, which, listener, you yeah. must go back and listen to the origin, our, our first episode. And we were, it was funny. We like talked about some controversial stuff that like blew up right after we, we did the interview. So anyway. We did. Oh my goodness, it's almost like for that so Raven, we didn't see it coming, but we were talking about things that ended up happening like a, a week after. Um, okay, so I'll go quickly this time. Look at us now, um, Mike, hot Mike doing it, doing it for, for the fans. So quickly, my partner was in DeFi uh, a long time before me, um, and then I didn't quite get it. I tried, I've had a wallet, I've had a little bit of cryptocurrencies, you know, just basic DeFi stuff since 2020, but I, I didn't really get it. Um, being a marketer myself and being a non-technical, proud non-technical, I didn't really uh, grasp the technology behind the blockchain. You know, uh, I was one of those people who only understood like, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum and I didn't get it. I didn't get why. Um, fast forward to October of last year, I went to a conference uh, with said partner 
And then I learned more about NFTs and the power behind NFTs. There was a few talks, one uh, from People Pleaser, who was kind of a, uh, showing how she had crowdfunded a, um, the poster for the Ethereum um, documentary and the way that she had did that and showing how like different NFT holders were different um, tiered level producers of the documentary. So all of this got me thinking, understood finally understood a little bit more about blockchain and that open ledger showing all of these things and the power behind like engaging brands and engaging audiences to brands with nfts quit my job as soon as i came back from that conference quite literally the monday after that was a very fun exit interview um because we only talked about nfts for the whole while and then started just freelancing and then uh how i got into project galaxy was thanks to my friends at uh, pool together since I was uh, freelancing for Pool Together, helping with a different, a few different um, initiatives like the Valentine's Day campaign, where we uh, gave out free NFTs, and one of those NFTs had a lucky uh, delegation worth twenty five thousand dollars, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that we gave away to four people, and then we did another huge campaign, which was the Pool Together Season One campaign on Project Galaxy as well, and then Project Galaxy came to recruit me, so I'm now on this podcast with with my boss Charles so he can tell you all about how he came to, to poach me but that's the story can you tell me can you tell us about the permissionless event what happened at permissionless so me and you Mike uh Mike we tore up the dance floor that's basically what happened oh okay but I mean I, there was a promotion <laughs> that happened yeah the promotion I just remember you tweeted this, so that's why I'm like, I think it's public. But if I need to uh, edit this from the podcast, that's fine. I could totally do it. But you got promoted in a unique way. Oh, the promotion. Okay, I thought you meant, oh, yes. Um, so after Permissionless, well, we, we threw our, um, we actually launched our token in April, uh, which was a pretty successful token launch. Obviously, we're in a bear market now, so we won't touch on that too much. But the launch itself... Uh, which was on Binance, uh, did quite well. So we decided to celebrate in Permissionless. We had a party there uh, where we tore up the dance floor. And then after Permissionless was done, while we had breakfast, uh, Charles took a straw and um, knighted me with the CMO position and then changed my Twitter bio to CMO. So I, Charles, am I getting that right? Or Exactly. Yeah, that was a, that was a true story. Um, and did a great job. I uh, demonstrated how how um, how marketing can be um, can be done, and uh, it was it was great and 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 deserved the the the, the position. So uh, yeah, but the way we promote it is a little bit different. Yeah, the party was awesome. We had a blast. I I got so crazy on the dance floor. I think I like fell down and stuff, but it was like people were, it was really fun. It was a good time. Great token launch. It was really great. Um, and we actually at Pool Together have been, have been uh, partnering with Project Galaxy on various projects, the latest of which was our NFT NYC oat distribution campaign where we all had uh, QR codes and we were going through NFT NYC parties and we had a competition. And uh, we were seeing who could distribute the most oats at NFT NYC, and it got heated. Like people, people took it seriously. There was some like uh, edges. People were trying to find that edge, and and so there were different strategies that happened. And we were able to like uh, at permissionless. I was basically the only one distributing. We were using Poaps at that event. And then we had like five people compete to distribute oats. And uh, we nearly doubled our distribution with that competition. And our very own Gustavo won the competition. He distributed 12, the most oats, but the also the, had the most depositors who had an oat. And he wins a championship belt. And so I will share that uh, championship belt or uh, preview of that in the chat today for everyone. But I think this is probably the first oat campaign uh that has a championship belt so we're making yeah. history project Gal galaxy history here at we are and maybe if we backtrack a little bit do you mind if i go ahead and give a little uh 101 on what is an oat um yes yes <laughs> love it so project galaxy we have a lot of different you know applications and modules that we use like charles mentioned at first so one thing that we do is we help um brands and protocols with like growth campaigns so basically nft modules that 
can go anywhere from like a mystery box campaign where the user doesn't know what NFT they're going to claim or get, uh, you know, to, you know, a single drop or an airdrop campaign. And we have other things like Galaxy ID, which we mentioned, which is all about building your credential, your, your on-chain digital profile with your credentials. And then we also have OATS. So Galaxy OATS are what we call on-chain achievement tokens. These are little badges that, um, you know, showcase that someone participated to an event or, or did a specific action. They're gasless minting. They're on Polygon and Binance. Um, and with a QR code, we can get people to, to claim and scan them. And the beautiful thing about these is that uh, we can make them non-transferable. And because they're on EVM chains, uh, you know, I don't want to compare to our competitors, so I won't mention names. But because these are on Polygon and Binance, they do appear on your OpenSea or on your NFT marketplaces because they are on EVM chains. Um, so yeah, so that's a little bit about oats. Um, so that's, it was a really fun competition. I, uh, I'm sorry for the people who are against me. I got a little bit heated there. I do, I do enjoy winning. Um, but I'm very glad that Gustavo won this one. <laughs> Well-deserved. Yeah, so the, we, what we did was we chose, uh, three random winners to get a $10,000 delegation for the month, uh, for this month of the month of July. And then the person that won the competition got a $10,000 delegation as well. So they are currently winning prizes in Pull Together, which is great. And something that we didn't access, but I felt like is like super powerful within Project Galaxy is the ability to have uh, basically like cron jobs running or things that are monitoring on-chain activity and being able to filter and do that sort of thing. So I, I, I was able to access a dashboard and now that dashboard is integrated into uh, my profile on Project Galaxy. But I, but I wonder what's, what's the future of Project Galaxy? What are, what are some new features that we can look forward to um, down the line? And primarily, I, I think one thing that dazzled me was just that ability to like look at deposit, like look at that on-chain activity and then filter for it and then be able to airdrop or give give people NFTs uh, regarding that. Is that going to be, or is that currently like user accessible? Good question. So um, uh, I'll start with some recent updates we had. Um, so uh, the idea for uh, Project Galaxy working with different partners is, you know, what kind of features, what kind of uh, uh, products we can offer to our partners that keep them engaging, engaging with the Product Galaxy infrastructure and also help them keep engaging with their audience. Right? So the, the, the plug and play modules, what we build uh, for loyalty campaigns, for growth hacking campaign, the old, the old feature uh, for gasless minting, uh, uh, easy access for users, uh, the, the on-chain badges, um, all of this feature, as well as mystery box, we have a mystery box feature um, all of this, um, already demonstrated that, you know, this, this is an effective tool or a uh, platform for bands to interact with their audience. Um, and recently we launched two new products. Uh, one is uh, our discord bot, the discord bot, um, basically help you say, for example, for this stage, you know, whoever, um, whoever listened to the stage at this time, uh, if you have the galaxy bot installed in, installed in, uh, this Discord server, then you uh, you can set the rules in the in the in the admin settings. Say, uh, people who tune in for more than fifteen minutes or thirty minutes, they will be automatically eligible for an OAT. And then, um, if you have this bot set up in your Discord, then users can claim it can 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 just tune in in a, in a in a in in the previous way, but but after the after the uh, AMA. They can go to Galaxy campaign page to claim with their Discord handle directly uh, and automatically. So that's the uh, Discord bot feature. And in the future, this bot can also reward users uh, NFT badges owed based on the roles they have in the Discord server. So we'll have more Discord features uh, coming soon to this Discord bot. But essentially, uh, we've already seen, I think so far, we have almost 100 partners installed uh, uh, the Discord bot in their Discord server, and it works very well. It helps them run better AMA chats. Uh, it helps them. It help them 
run, yeah, better interact with their, with their, with their community on this. Also, we had a feature coming soon, which is called Bounty. Uh, this is a feature uh, built on top of our existing uh, modules because, you know, say you have re already rewarded your users um, a thousand different badges to a thousand different users. Now you want to select the winner, right? Select one random winner or 10 random winner from this badge holders or credential holders. Um, how do you do that? Well, we just build a, um, we're building a tool uh, that easily help you select the winners that you want, which we call the bounty feature. Uh, uh, and um, we believe this will, will be very helpful. Uh, it's exactly what the community, uh, what a lot of our, our partner community have, has been, have, have been uh, requested that the feature. Um, yeah, but those are two features we recently shipped. Uh, for the long, from the longer term, we want to make sure our campaign modules stay, uh, you know, can be, can be the most helpful tool for brands, uh, communities and organizations to, to, uh, build their community and build a better product, build a better product. Um, but, um, in the longer term, as you just mentioned, right, the credentials. So what we've been calling ourselves the, the one of the leading credential data networks in the world because uh, the NFT rewards, the badges, or, you know, the bounty modules in the future, we're probably going to have airdrop feature, uh, whatever, but those are, those are feature based on the credential that you earned from the, from the community, right? You, you, you get this badge because you visit my booth. You, you get this badge because you, uh, uh spend $10 on, uh, pull together play the game, right? So you, you, those are different rewards, uh, and we're adding more and more rewards modules, but essentially, uh, what you have done or your, your behaviors, uh, we call them credentials, web three credentials are the key parts. Uh, we started to introduce these words, you know, it was a uh, last year, May, I remember, um, and this, uh, on-chain credential term was actually invented by by uh, us and Multicoin, Mabel from Multicoin Capital together. And at that time, when we announced our seed uh, fundraise, we introduced this term on-chain credentials. And now we, we've seen, you know, a lot of projects claim, claiming that they're building on-chain credentials infrastructure, which is great. Uh, that, that means we're, we're on the right direction. A lot of competitors join, but essentially uh, from building this Project Galaxy infrastructure, you've seen, uh, uh, a lot of uh, users left their uh, Web3 footprints here already, right? What you have done in foot, foot, in pool together, what you have done on year finance, what you have done in uh, maybe uh, pancake swap on, on BNB chain, right? On different blockchains in different protocols, different apps. Uh, those are all on-chain credentials or Web3 credentials. Uh, how can we better help our partners utilize these credentials to do something really helpful uh, for their community or for their product, right? So uh, that's actually going to be the focus. What we've been focusing on this, but we will be focused more, which is on the, will be on the identity layer uh, to, to see, you know, not just the project I see, the campaign module as the product itself, but also as an identity suite, how can we better interact with developers? Um, how can we help developers, uh, you know, utilizing this data from API, from, from, from on-chain oracles, uh, to utilize this data and integrate it in their own app and build some, uh, features that really, uh, help them, uh, uh build a better product. Yeah. So, uh, it, this directly applies to what I'm trying to do, uh, with pool together. I, I do the podcast here and then I also tries, uh, my hand at a little biz dev where we have at pool together, a multi-delegator tool. So protocols can deposit or DAOs or NFT communities can deposit stables from their treasury into pool together and then delegate prizes, delegate basically portions of that treasury to holders. And, and which is really powerful. You can in instantly build utility to an NFT. Um, you can encourage people who are participating. And that's exactly what Project Galaxy is doing is identifying those credentials. Like, like who's doing what, where's the activity coming? But what I'm seeing is, is there's kind of this 
there's a need to cross-reference. Like I want to know somebody who has done this and who holds this token and at this amount. And there is this basically logic that um, specifically for NFTs, I, I don't know, like there, there's basically coding that you have to do to be able to get a list. I can't just go to Etherscan and get a list of NFT holders right now, to my knowledge. I have to like go, you like code something to get those holders. And then I have to pop it into Excel. And then I get all the holders who have a pool token and who have a pool the NFT. And I have to put it all together and manually do it to get a list of people who hold both so that now I can delegate, you know, prizes to them. Um, so I know that there's, uh, I, I'm actually seeing as I'm going through the dashboard in Project Galaxy, that there's the beginning of that sort of thing happening there. I still think I need to be pretty technical to, to, to map that out, but I'm seeing it becoming more and more and more user-friendly where I can pick, hey, anybody holds, who holds the optimism token, like, like let's say a hundred or more and has a pooly NFT, I wanna airdrop them this or something like that. Is, that. is that on the radar? Is that something coming down the line? Can I already do that now and I'm just missing it with Project Galaxy? Yeah, actually, you can already try it out. Uh, uh, we, you can, you can now in, from from the Project Galaxy, you can select the existing credentials. Say, uh, users who hold more than ten ETH in their Ethereum wallet address. Okay, this is one condition, and then you can plus, you you can you can add another condition, and then you can choose if it's and or or condition, right? So if you if users have to meet both requirements, or they have to meet either of the requirement. Uh, we already have this logic building in dashboard. So you just need to select different credentials and oh, make sure. I see it. I thought these were yeah. all NFTs, but they're not. They're like, these are all created, previously created credentials. That credentials, I could, yes. Got and it. Okay. And if there's new credentials that, you know, uh, you, you couldn't find in the, in, the, in the data network, you can actually for a token holder, you can directly uh, get that data from user scan, just download it. There is a export CSV option. You download that CSV file, upload it to uh, to the dashboard, create a new static credential, and then you can combine it. Uh, you know, pair them up with other credentials, set the conditions, and good to go. And users, when users go to the campaign page, uh, they will see. You know, if they have to meet all the requirements, or if they just meet one of the requirements or two of the requirements. We have different combinations of uh, uh, logic building already. But say specifically for some like weird NFT that no one's ever heard of, I would still need to be like, I could create my own query. Uh, it's an EVM address credential. And then I would need to still put in some like code there for now. Like I can't just like drop a contact address in and pick an NFT out of the blue, correct? So, so okay, so for this, we call it uh, 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 credential curation, right? Basically users who upload or create new credentials in the dashboard. Uh, now we, we support different types. The first type is static, which is a CSV file. You upload the list of address, you name it, you give a description, good to go. That's a static file. Um, secondly, we also support the Google sheet. So the Google sheet can be dynamically updated if you have a way, you know, if you're running your own campaign, say your referral campaign, you are, you, you're using third party tool to track those, uh, uh, eligible, uh, participants, you can use those, uh, uh, tools and, and then, and then, uh, automatically plugging the data to the Google sheet and then Google sheet API will connect to our dashboard to out automatically update it. So Google sheet has a dynamic data, data source. We also support subgraph. So if you say, if you're a dev. Uh, I'm building, if you're building Uniswap, uh, okay, you can use Uniswap subgraph directly plug in to the dashboard. You can select the, the uni, uh, the, the subgraph, uh, format there, and then just import the correct subgraph and the system will read the data and then find the qualified ones. Um, we also support, uh, I think recently we also started to support do analytics dashboard. So if you can, you know, if you already have this data running, you have, you, if you already built a dashboard uh, in, um, on do analytics, I think you can maybe, uh, you plug in that dashboard to the, uh, project galaxy dashboard and then 
use it as a, one of the credentials. That's uh, so great. I'm so excited. And you guys have great customer service too. So I think as if anybody's getting lost or whatever, they can hit you up in the discord or there's a support channel, uh, here on your website that you can, but there, it's right. just so powerful. The ways that you can use this, this is really exciting. Thank you. Yes. That's a, we want to make this credential accessible to everyone. So essentially in the future, for example, there will be some users who are not, you know, here to create any campaigns, but I'm a good data expert. I know how to do the data. I can create credentials uh, on Project Galaxy for other projects to use it. And potentially it can, you know, uh, that's how our uh, Gal token uh, play the role here. If you curate data, you can earn the revenue share of this credential. And in the future, developers who use this credential for their campaign, for their own app integration, they will need to pay some uh, uh, token, uh, pay pay the fee in Gal token or not. And then the revenue will go to some of the revenue. The majority of the revenue will go to uh, the, the, the curator of the credential. That's the idea of how this curation and then, you know, um, a credential utilization works. So how do we, how do we continue to build in a bear market? How do we market in a bear market when everybody's so down bad and when uh, Twitter, to, crypto Twitter is very quiet? Uh, what, what, what's the strategy here? What, what's, uh, I would love to hear Project Galaxy's thinking as we're navigating this environment. Yeah, I think uh, actually bear market is a perfect opportunity for builders, right? Uh, uh, it's, it's actually the best timing. You, you, you don't have so many, uh, distractions from the, 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 the token prices and, um, um, you know, uh, and, and, and so much, uh, noises and hypes, but, and, and yes, you know, um, it's not easy for every builders, um, during to survive in the bear market, but on galaxy, uh, at project galaxy, we've seen actually more and more user growth because, uh, uh builders, you know, when, when, it, when token price is not, uh, uh, it's not the, uh, big, uh, selling point for their product, they want to focus on building. And then also they want to focus on growing their community. So we actually see more and more partners start, started to use project galaxy and more and more partners, you know, started to also existing partner come back to started to run their loyalty campaign because they want to figure out a way to retain their users. Um, and, you know, try out our new product, which is going to really going to be helpful for them to interact with their audience. Also, you know, um, users, user performance, uh, you know, product, perform, uh, product data performance, uh, is going down. They want to figure out a way to how to, uh, better attract new audience. This is how we can help exactly. Right. As you say, help them identify target audience, you know, or, you know, targeting new audience to use their product um, and help them find new users. So um, this is actually good for Project Galaxy. And, but but we've been joking, you know, if one day we see less users on Project Galaxy, that means, you know, people don't even want to uh, 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 do this task to for, for this uh, 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 rewards or, or badges. Uh, that means really the bottom of the bear market because uh, literally everyone lost the interest of uh, learning and um, staying crypto. But yeah, for us, we've seen uh, everything goes well. I don't know, Andy, if you have anything you want to add? Yeah, well, I, you did a really good overview of it, but I actually have um, a great use case to share in this case. That was before, before the bear market, way before, but we actually have one of our partners, um, Hashflow, which is a DEX, um, they're, when they first did a campaign with us back in September or October of 2021, um, everyone was asking them the infamous question of when token, right? When token, when token. And they had all these early adopters, uh, people who, you know, were really invested, were really doing a lot of actions. And um, Hashflow just wasn't ready to launch a token yet. But they launched a, camp a campaign with Project Galaxy, which, uh, you know, on-chain task, um, a weekly on-chain task. And then what they said is that people who participate and accumulate these specific NFTs to this specific campaign will be eligible for a future, you know, token drop eventually. 
So just doing a parallel with what's going on right now, not saying that everyone should promise some token drops, but if you want to keep your communities engaged and want to keep them coming back and kind of saying like, hey, we can do these things. And if you're a holder of these NFTs, of these campaigns in the future, when things do, you know, when budgets come back up, when things are better, we will, we can reward. You can, you can reward them now, or you can promise these rewards in the future for accumulating these. So I just thought that was an interesting, uh, a parallel to make because it's time, it's time to build, it's time to engage your communities and it's time to just like everyone get together and, and then stay put during this bear market because what comes down must come up eventually. So yeah, there's a fun, a lot of fun things we can do. Pull Together has been known to, uh, you know, ha have a great community so much so that people uh, get hired out of the community to work in Web3. And so I'm wondering, is is that is it a hiring time for Project Galaxy right now? Are you still building a team? Is, is it still grow, growing right now? Or, or are you guys good and you're maintaining? What's the story there? Uh, yeah, we... To be honest, we're not uh, freezing any headcounts right now. Um, and actually, all teams are still hiring. Um, we actually can share. If I don't know if it's a good place to share, but we can share the, the, the link to our job board uh, later after the podcast. Uh, but yeah, we're hiring in every team. Um, we're still growing um, um, in different regions just because, we, like, it's, like I mentioned, we see actually more and more user growth. Uh, um, Last month was actually our all-time high uh, performance um, so, so far since launched last year in, in March. Um, but yeah, um, I think we're doing doing good. And in terms of the runway for the team, we've reserved um, enough for the team to survive. Um, um, but yeah, and, and actually it's a great opportunity. I, I Honestly, I feel like it's a great opportunity for all the startups, startups, now, you know, a lot of talents, more and more talents, they're looking for opportunities. And, you know, as a Web3 startups, it's a perfect timing. Um, so, yeah, we're doing a good job. If I can pick why you should come work for Project Galaxy within a sentence or two, is that um, I'll say why I love to work here. But personally, a lot of, um, you know, these DeFi projects or these NFT projects, you're working on one specific thing, right? But at Project Galaxy, our job is literally to know what is coming up, what is new. Um, every day is a new day because we're almost, you know, almost like a service company because we work with all these different protocols, all these different DeFi projects that come to us. So every day people are coming to you and they're saying, okay, we want to engage our community. And then you have to understand who they are, what they do. We're on seven, uh, seven or eight blockchains at the moment, and that's still growing. So for me, as someone who hates getting bored, um, this is a place where you will never be bored. You just get to learn and you get to meet a lot of, pe a lot of people from around the world, across different kind of projects and different kind of branches within the Web3 ecosystem. So my pitch was a little bit longer than a sentence or two, but it's a really great company to work for. Pitch. And then I would love to know how, how do you... In this remote, I mean, your team is spread off or spread around the world. I see China, Singapore, and then remote as the as the three locations here. San Francisco Bay Area is another one. Um, Canada, United States, just lo locations you're looking to hire. How do you how do you improve culture? Like, how do you keep that morale up when everybody's spread around the world, working remotely, using Discord? or whatever you use. Please tell me you don't use Slack. Do you use Slack? Oh, yeah, uh, Slack. Well, no, that's, I get it. It's more pro. It's more pro. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, before switching to Slack, we actually used, we actually been using uh, Telegram for work for over a year. But now at the, at the point, you know, uh, imagine you have one group chat, at least one group chat with every partner yeah. on Project Galaxy. We have, our, our, our client relations team, they have at least 500 plus group chats group chats, uh, it's hard to manage. It start to become really, really hard to manage. So we, we decided to move our internal conversation to Slack, which is, I think it, from some perspective, it's similar to Discord, but you know, it can be, it, it's just a dedicated app for uh, our uh, company uh, chat. So um, yeah, and, and in terms of, um, uh, you know, we, we, we recently started to have HR finance folks 
uh, joining us. You know, even before, I would say before last month, we didn't have any HR or finance team members. Now we're we're hiring this. Uh, maybe started to become more and more helpful for the remote team building culture, right? Um, and we're so distributed uh, in in Canada, U.S., uh, uh, um, Singapore, China. We also have some folks in East Europe. Uh, yeah, and then and, um, it's just so everyone is in different time zones, so uh, it's hard. It's actually even hard to find a, a proper time for team meeting. But we've been trying, and you know, everyone kind of like adjust to their work schedule and make sure, you know, we find a good time. We're minimizing our, you know, group team meeting because we're now having around 40 people, uh, 45 or 50 people in the company. Uh, so we're lower the f- frequency for the, for the entire team meeting, company team meeting. But uh, we, we're dividing the meetings into uh, different departments, which uh, become uh, more and more effective. And a lot of communications will be done uh, on Notion and Slack. Uh, this also helps a lot. As an employee, maybe I can speak to the company culture a little bit. Um, so one thing that's really great is example that famous permissionless party. Um, you know, Charles and was it was nice enough to have everyone from the North America team fly in, uh, regardless of the role. So community from community managers to marketers to BD to dev the dev team flew in for that party and that week. Um, so obviously this is not a every conference occurrence. We wouldn't be able to <laughs> to live if we were to fly in everyone at the same time, but we did do that. And then a few weeks before uh, the Asia team, they had a, um, a week or a weekend of like team bonding. Uh, so they all flew in somewhere and then had like a weekend there. Um, so we really do uh, try to incorporate that. Um, a funny story is that when uh, Charles first hired me, I was the f- only one in Eastern time zone. Um, so I, I get hired. I'm very excited to start my first day. And then I get my agenda. And then I I open my agenda for work this Monday morning. And I have meetings every night from Sunday to Thursday at 8 p.m. And then being a new employee and having you know, not being very assertive and being shy. I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to work every night. I'm, I'm, you know, kind of freaking out there. Had a discussion with Charles. He was right away like, okay, let's, let's make this work. So now I only have one meeting every two weeks at night on a Monday night uh, where the whole team gets together. But as Charles said, we divided the meetings. We're, you know, trying to work uh, better on that. And so we are working on company culture and making sure that everyone, you know, is having a good time. so yeah, that's a little bit about company, a little bit about a company culture. So, um, and we'll be, the next place we will be together is in Token 2049 in Singapore. So if anyone's there, please hit us up because we will be there as a sponsor. Um, so yeah, the company culture is, is good for a, for a remote. Um, I think we're, we're doing a, a good job. I want to go to Singapore. That's awesome. Uh, I, and I would love to hear some, uh, net, you know, you've been doing Web3 Marketing uh, for Project Galaxy. Any learnings? You you do this great thing where you occasionally tweet uh, Web3 marketing tips. And I love it so much. So I wonder if you could do a version of that right now for the Pool Together community. All right. Web3 marketing tips. Whatever you knew from Web2 throw it out the window <laughs> more on the ta- on the technical and tactical part of it like the ways to reach out to people are much different again it goes back to you know stick to your good storytelling stick to a good brand that's gonna work but you know obviously we as we see like instagram or twitter posts or sponsored posts are really the way to go so one thing that i've seen that has worked well for us is you know um a pr team so if i can shout out to that to them they're helping us a lot um, educational content. And if you're looking for a great way to engage your community, come and do some campaigns with Project Galaxy. That would be my little my little message there. Yeah, I think it's like the partnerships are so key. It's like highly relational for, for something that's very anonymous based and something that's very um, uh, discord. Like I, I actually had two weeks ago a dream where I was disembodied. Like I was, it was just a discord chat dream. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to stop looking at a screen and touch grass. But for that kind of industry, the, the in-person events 
are so huge. The connections and like the, the, you know, meeting people is ironically the most important or a very important thing. Uh, and it's, I, that's where I see the most traction as a marketer is just the conversations that I'm having and like how the podcast actually opens those conversations up for me. Uh, is in the partnership business development realm. I think it's 100%. Um, I'm, I'm eager to see like in three years and five years where we're at. And once it's a bit more mass adopted, maybe my speech that I gave today won't hold up. Maybe we will be doing Instagram ads or TikTok ads by then. And that's going to be the next way to interact. But as of now, it's a, a little bit about, um, I wouldn't say who you know, because I think that if you go to these conferences, even if you you know no one, just show up, be there, go to the discords, go to the online events, and you will, I know, Tim, you've, you've kind of lived the same thing as me. It's very quick, right? As soon as you put yourself out there, you're going to meet the right people, um, ask around. But partnerships are definitely key. And I know for us at Project Galaxy, that's been key. Like we've had huge campaigns, let's say, when we introduced the Solana chain um, on Project Galaxy, we had a campaign with over 20 protocols from the Solana chain. So that was a huge boost for us, right? Um, so part and then also partnering with the right people, uh, which I know sounds maybe obvious and a little, you know, stupid, but that's uh, don't partner with anyone, partner with the ones that make sense uh to you. So I'm already thinking about like uh I mean how how to like I mean Project Galaxy is the perfect tool in the Web3 marketers toolbox because I mean, first of all, Project Galaxy is a trusted name now, been in the industry. Uh, oats have been distributed. Uh, people are familiar with them. Uh, and I, I, I would love to see like an oat dropping campaign, like using visual ads, <laughs> like accessing somebody's basically OpenSea profile to allow them to, to like ship. I know this might go against what you're trying to do, but I'm like, ooh, how can I drop Pulse Oats on people, you know, in some other community in a way where they're like knowing I'm not trying to hack their wallet or anything, but I'm like sending them a cute message or how can you take this out and then redeem it for something else? So there, it's it's not it's not like collecting emails and private information and spamming people anymore. It's uh it's it's Telegram and it's Discord and it's and uh yeah. This is my common question, especially for for companies that hire so much from Fang, from the Facebooks, the Netflixes, and the Googles into Web three. Is how do we prevent Web three from just becoming Web two again? Um, and so yeah, this is this is a. Uh, Project Galaxy is one of those tools in the toolbox of a Web3 marketer that Google's not thinking of, right? Uh, because they're they're Google or they're Web2. So uh, this has been great. Any other things that we should talk about uh, before we before we shut shut this down? Yes. Also, another thing is stop spamming via email. I receive, and I think those might be because of the conferences. I guess they leak out the the email lists a lot and it's just if you've sent me three emails in a row to shill a project or something and most likely i'm not reading if it's the third email in two days um i don't know tim and charles if you have the same thing but it's it's crazy i feel like these conferences just leak all of our info and then we get spammed and that is a turnoff for me personally that's gonna change we're gonna change it so yeah. what, so you said there's, uh, what's the, where can we see Project Galaxy on the road? What are the, what are the big events? Token 2049, that is for sure in uh, Singapore. And then we'll go from, we'll go from there. I'm not sure. I think we're going to skip Paris just because we've hit everything else so far. Um, but then after that, uh, we'll keep you guys posted. I don't know, Charles, if you have any alpha on where we're going next. I would love to know as well. Yeah. And the next one is uh, Token 2049. Uh, in in Singapore. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what's the, what, what's our schedule, but I, I feel like after enough people start to show up less in conferences, uh, and I feel like it's a good time, you know, to really start to focus on building, um, you see in the past two years, there, there are literally so many new conferences names that pop up every day. Yeah. <laughs> Originally it's, it only had East Denver. Now it has ease everywhere. I live in a city called Cupertino. So I, Sometimes joke with with my team say sometimes maybe someday we should host the East Cupertino, um, <laughs> but yeah that was a um, yeah we're we're only going to uh, Singapore um, this year uh, that was the plan. Okay, so uh, you guys need I want to see photos on the Project Galaxy Twitter of the whole team 
eating durian. That's what I want to see. I want to see Project Galaxy <laughs> Durian Fest. Can maybe? Yeah. I, can I give some alpha about what we'll be doing at Token 2049, Charles? At the Ooh, sure. Like, okay, are you ready for the alpha? This might give other people ideas. So one thing that we wanted to really showcase, is a showcase, not showcase. My goodness, I'm thinking of something else, I guess. Um, is to have people try out how easy it is to create campaigns on Project Galaxy. Um, Tim, I know you've tried it a few times, so we're actually going to have people create their own oats on site. And basically these oats, what will be kind of like business cards, right? So we're going to take a picture of the person, have them uploaded, and then uh, create their own oat with their contact information, whatever they want that to be, right? Obviously, we don't, we're not, you know, leaking information because this will be linked to a private QR code and they can share it who they want. But it's really about having people trying out and creating their own oats very easily. So that is the alpha on what we're going to be doing in Token 24-9. So no one steal our idea. And if you want to steal it, contact us. We can help you with your booth ideas. <laughs> we can do that as well. There was another thing that I saw at Permissionless that was really interesting. Um, and that's like RFID claiming of oats or something like that. Was that is that a thing? And then there's, there's like... I don't know. Is that it? Yeah, we can rather than doing we can, su we can support that feature. Yes, um, um, RFID, QR code, uh, uh, or you know, text messages. Um, now, uh, I think yeah, people will have a chance to try out the QR code and RFID uh, uh, in Token Twenty Forty Nine. We'll bring it up to. Um, to the community. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the Pull Together Community Podcast. Project Galaxy, we love you. You're such a great partner with Pull Together. It's so great that you gave us uh, an hour out of your day to share that alpha. Uh, good luck at in Singapore. It's going to be awesome at Token 2049. So, and Charles, thanks so much uh, for being here. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Pull Together Community Podcast. You can visit pulltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pull Together Discord and let us know.